Hi everybody, I'm Deacon Dave. And I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and Layperson Lay Lisa, Lisa Show. Show. Welcome back everybody, but guess what? This is not Angels Part 8. This is actually... A, a bonus. A bonus show. Yeah. Starring my confirmande, Kenzie Sullivan, who is joining us today before she goes off to college way down in Georgia, and that's another story which I'll tell another time. Well, I'll tell you now. So I promised Kinsey, since I was her confirmation sponsor, that I would go at least once a month to wherever she was and come see her. So did she go to UVA? No. Did she go to Virginia Tech? No. Did she go to William and Mary? No. I even suggested Thomas Nelson Community College. No. What did she do? She's going to Rome. No, not Italy. Georgia, so I guess I should be You're thankful. You're lucky it wasn't Rome, Italy. I guess I should be thankful because right now I couldn't even fly there because they're not letting us in. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to talk about veiling. I know nothing about it, but Kenzie is our expert in veiling because she veils every time she goes to Mass. So Kenzie, what is veiling? Why do we do that? Okay, so... Uh, veiling is a practice that started from the Old Testament. Um, Kenzie, yes. I need you to speak louder so that everybody <laughs> can hear you, okay? Okay, alright. So, we could see like the first signs of veiling from Isaiah 6, um, where he has this vision of the Lord seated on a throne, and there's angels that are there with six wings, and it says two wings are covering its face, two are covering its feet, and then the two are used for flying. So this is when we first see like the sign of like covering one's face as a sign of humility, as a sign of respect and reverence for the Lord. Did you say humility? I did say humility. Because we're going to talk about the litany of humility, right, Lisa, coming That's up? That's correct. And she's tying everything in, angels and, and humility. humility. This is why yeah. she is my compromise. <laughs> I just wanted to say, I'm not proud at all about it. But anyway, go ahead. Okay. I interrupt. No, you're fine. And so uh, we can fast forward to the New Testament, and we have St. Paul in Corinthians. Um, and he talks about how men shouldn't cover their heads in worship, and how women should cover their heads as a sign of authority. Um, so the women should cover their heads as a sign of authority. What do you mean by that? So um, actually, it kind of goes back into the Greek translations. So the specific word he used um, could be translated both as a veil or a sign of authority. Okay. So that's where that started off. So and we have like authority, humility, I mean. Yes, and so it kind of gets tricky in this area with like the translations where you're like, oh, well, how do you know he didn't mean like a sign of authority versus like a veil? And when it comes to that, you kind of have to kind of backtrack towards the writings of the early church fathers and see what they practice. Because usually when you track back to them, you can see exactly what like St. Paul and St. Peter meant in some of the things that they wrote. And so you could see um, Tertullian, um, he talks about veiling, um, especially um, unmarried and married women. Mm -hmm. um, and then I believe you also have um, Clement of Alexandria who also talks about veiling. So, Kenzie, I've got to stop you right there because <laughs> this show is, you are really just taking us to a whole new level here. Tertullian <laughs> and listing all of these church fathers. You're just killing me here right now, okay? So just if you could just settle down a little bit, I would appreciate it. No. Okay. So I have a question for you. So guys can't veil. 
So, I mean, because it would be helpful given that I'm losing some of my hair that I could cover that up. No. No. Okay. Because men are created in the likeness of God. Um, and so that's what, that's kind of what St. Paul talks about is how men are created in the likeness and vision of God. And you know how from like Adam and Eve, how Eve was made from the rib of Adam, mm -hmm. and that's why um, women are asked to cover their heads during worship. And of course, this practice was like done away with during Vatican II. Like it wasn't um, a canonical um, requirement, requirement anymore yes. to veil. Yes. Why do you think more women don't veil? Do you think they just don't understand the history and the meaning of it, or what? Um, I think there's multiple aspects. I mean, there's definitely, um, there was kind of a blip of a lack of catechism within the 60s and 80s. Um, so a blip is 20 or 30 years in the church. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And the we have a big history, so. <laughs> yeah, 2,000 year lifespan is just a little blip. A blip. Um, and then there's also like the individual choice as well. Um, of course, it isn't required anymore. And so anything that isn't required anymore kind of like, like dies out slowly and so a lot of times I feel like people don't veil because they don't really know about it right well that's why we're having this show today so people can understand the history of veiling so how does it make you feel uh, to veil does it change your experience at all in mass I mean are other people looking at you and going well what, why is she doing that or what's your own experience um, so my experience personally, um, I haven't had anybody like staring at me during mass. I've had a few people like walk up to me and ask me why I veil. And usually my common response is because like how the original um, purpose of it was for is for humility. It's kind of a way of me showing reverence towards God. And then there's also a physical practicality. Of, That's my dog, sorry. <laughs> there's a, a physical practicality of the veil because if you think about it, it covers this part of your face. So your peripheral vision is cut off and so is your left and right. Oh, your and so, focus is on the altar. Exactly. Did you know that, Lisa? Only because I read her notes. Oh, you read... <laughs> <laughs> Once again, Lisa's the overachiever of this group. She writes notes. She reads them. I just wing it. It's okay. It's okay. Did you have any questions yeah, for Kenzie? So when did you start bailing and what was the particular like did you see someone bailing? Because I um I was with my um our CIA candidate and we saw somebody that I knew that bailed. And she asked me, like, oh, why is she bailing? I'm like, I really don't know. So we went and asked her. She's like, oh, well, so-and-so started, uh, was bailing. So we talked about it, and then a bunch of us started to bail. So how did you come up or yeah, start that? It was kind of like that. Um, I saw a lot of people start bailing again. And I'm just, like, naturally curious. So when I see something that, like, kind of catches my eye, I always go home and research it. Mm -hmm. So that's particularly what I did. And so after I researched it, I walked up to one of the ladies that I knew at church who veiled. And we just talked about it. And she was actually the one who bought my first veil. Oh, okay. Was it Linda? No, it was Miss Viss. Okay, very nice. Yes. Oh, that's right. Miss. Hi, Miss Viss. How are you if you're watching our show? This is exciting. See, you're having an impact on the... Young, young people in our community. This is great. Absolutely. And so, yeah, ever since then, I've been veiling, and I love it. It's like it masks. I mean, it's still the same, obviously, but I don't wear it. But, like, it's kind of more of a profound experience, like, where I can really focus on, like, mass, and there's no distractions. I think it's a witness, too. Mm -hmm. um, uh, like you said about humility and your 
your pure focus on the liturgy and what's going on. So I have to ask this question. So how many different colored veils do you I was, have? Yeah, I was wondering that. I actually only have one veil. Oh, okay. It's just black with gold lace. I like to keep it simple so it's not too crazy because I can understand how like it can be kind of like an eye catcher. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to like distract anybody else like during Mass because it's like more for my purposes. Um, I Very just, good. So yeah. it's not a fashion statement. We're not trying to look good with the type of veil that we have. Yeah. And it's, I like the way she said that. It's just for you. Mm -hmm. So Lisa, do you have any other questions for Kinsey right now? Um, not right now, no. I but I did hear that some people uh, change the color of their veil with the liturgical season. Yes, that is a, a common theme that people do. Also, if you go back to like the veiling etiquette, mm -hmm. um, I don't really know if it was like an official etiquette, but like married women would wear darker colors oh. and unmarried women would wear brighter colors to kind of like say like, oh hey, I'm not married. Interesting. Um, yeah. Very interesting. So it's okay and appropriate then to wear veils of different colors. Oh yeah, so it's very appropriate to wear any color veil that you want. Um, so you could you can wear my wife should be wearing like something dark and then you should be wearing something that's more of a lighter color. Although do you wear black? Yeah, yeah. It's not like one of those mandatory set in stone rules. It's just like one of those like former etiquettes to when like veiling was a major practice. So how do we get more people to recognize the importance of veiling uh, when they attend Mass? So I think just the baseline, the most important thing is to start with education of like what veiling is in general because a lot of people may not know and they may not uh, like approach people, mm -hmm. uh, which is understandable. Um, because you don't want to make somebody feel where you're like, hey, what is that thing you're wearing on your head during Mass? Mm -hmm. But, I mean, at least the people that I know and me personally, I would not mind if somebody asked me, but I think basically education is the most important thing with veiling. And again, it's a personal choice. I know a lot of people who know about veiling, and they still they don't feel called to it, and that's perfectly fine. Right, so before Vatican II, every woman was required to veil. Yes, it was a canonical uh, obligation. Wow. So does this have anything to do with why, like the sisters at Our Lady of School, oh. why they wear what they wear? Do you know the answer to that question? She's um, so smart. So I think part, um, it might have to do with um, more modesty. I okay. think why nuns and sisters wear those head coverings. Right. Um, I mean, it, it can also be used for that purpose, is for like humility and modesty. Um, I like it. Yeah. Very good. I see. I, you, did, you didn't know you were going to get a nine question. So, is there anything in your notes that we haven't cut? Oh, Lisa, go ahead. So, um, when you veil, like, do you veil when you go to reconciliation or just when you go to mass? Um, so, you should technically wear your veil anytime you are in the presence of the Lord. So, basically, like, even if I'm just going into, like, the holy worship space just to say hi to somebody, like, I would put my veil on. Um, so it, it depends on where, like, the um, reconciliation room is. So if it's, like, not in the worship space, then no. But, okay. but for adoration. For adoration, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely so whenever the work. Eucharist is mm -hmm. present. Mm -hmm. So you would, so if it were, like, a hot summer day, and we were doing a Eucharistic procession, which that's oh. when it happens, mm -hmm. would you veil during that as well? Yes. So 
Anytime Jesus is present. Anytime Jesus is present, yeah. You're so veiling. do you keep your veil in your purse or your car so you always have it? Or? I keep it in the car always okay. because so. I lose things notoriously. <laughs> so this is the one thing that I like keep in constantly in the glove box of my car always. See, it's good to be prepared to know these kind of practical things when it comes to veiling. So is there anything else on there that you haven't covered that you want to tell our listening, our vast listening audience? Um, I just say research it and um, like once you're educated on it, you can make your decision on whether you'd like to veil or not. And I think a great place to start if you want to buy veils is Veils by Lily. They have amazing like options. Wow, so maybe Veils by Lily will become a sponsor of the Deacon Dave and Layperson Lisa <laughs> show awesome. since our guest has promoted them on it. How about that? Oh yeah. Very good. So any other thoughts from you, Lisa? You know, I think it's um very interesting. Are you gonna start bailing now that we've maybe? Had this Do you okay, so let me tell you. So Debbie um, has a wonderful selection if you want. Oh, so let me tell you because um, when we were without the Eucharist for um, because of the coronavirus, like I just felt like I was watching all these videos and like a lot of them had veils, so I like felt like this desire to veil, and I actually bought one from Veils by Lily. Oh my gosh. But then when I went to Mass, I just didn't want like attention to myself, mm-hmm. and I felt like that's what it might bring. So that I was hesitant. So let me tell you from a deacon's perspective. Yeah. When I'm sitting up there and I see that there are women out there uh, that are veiling, I, I find it very, very powerful to, to know the spirituality that they have, the focus that they have on the Mass. I think it would be beautiful if, if, if every lady would, would veil during Mass. Very much so. And I don't think it brings attention to yourself. So you know Kathy, she veils at St. Joseph's. Yes, I did notice that, yes. Right. Yes. And, and so it really does speak, it, it, it witnesses to me that person's love uh, and their humility in the presence of Christ. Yeah, and I honestly say I had the same like experience when I first started veiling. I was like, oh my gosh, everybody's looking at me. Yeah. Like I felt that. I, I didn't want to like draw attention, but I guess it's just one of those things you kind of get used to and you realize that not everybody's looking at you. Like maybe you have that little toddler who's like pointing at you. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. for the most part I don't think it really draws attention away. Well you know and see and that's the devil working. Because the devil, yeah. the devil wants you to say, "Oh, look! You're everybody's looking at you. You're you're wanting attention. Oh, but you look really good in the veil. But that's not why you're wearing the veil. You're wearing it because it's a fashion statement. You know, there's a lot of ways the devil will very subtly work towards taking something that's very beautiful and a gift from God, and turning it into something where we make it about ourselves or we're worried about what other people are thinking. <laughs> Can't do that. So you keep veiling. You start veiling." And I guess I can only veil when I'm walking around the house because oh. nobody can see me. I was gonna, I was gonna actually ask our, our studio audience, which is Debbie, to run upstairs and get a veil so we can see what it looks like on Lisa. But we're already 15 minutes in. Oh, I'm absolutely positive. So Do you want me to go get it? I want you to go get it right now. Oh my goodness! And so we've only gone 15 minutes. So if she hurries. We can see what this is going to look like on layperson Lisa. This could be like a news flash starting today. Layperson Lisa veils. Oh my goodness. News at six. Yeah. So while we're waiting, is there anything else that you want to share with our audience? Um, I don't think so, honestly. Um, just basically what I said before. Just educate yourself and uh, practice it and. Um, I would say, um, 
I wouldn't wear a veil if you have that mindset where you feel like you're drawing attention away or you feel like it's a fashion statement. Right. I feel like once you kind of have that that sense of comfort where it's like, I'm doing this for God, so that's that, when you can start. Exactly. And so can you give Lisa some directions on how to do this? Because some of our audience may want to know, how do I veil? So this is, is actually this really is good. Yeah. Okay. And so. Um, oh, sorry. I think y'all can like, have one. There's three here. Yeah. So oh, I, I can't wear one. I'm not allowed to. Yeah, you're not allowed to. Yeah, but show the, show our, our our audience how to actually wear it. So you yeah, just kind so of. So here's like kind of the look of it, and as you can see, like this is the top, and um, mine has a little clip in it because I I I would mess with it the whole time. But yeah, basically you just put it over. And then make sure this part goes over your shoulders. There you go, Lisa. Very good. And make sure it's even as well. Yours is crooked, Lisa. <laughs> so notice that Lisa it. did the flip over method. While, I know. While like, Kenzie like, did the around Yes, method. I know. I was like, that was so much better. Right. So much more graceful. Right. Well, she's, she's more practiced. She, yeah, she does. So on the Facebook page, if you want layperson Lisa to veil during all our shows, oh my goodness, please no. say yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, no. It's not in front of me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, that's true. That it is not proper. I'm just kidding, okay. y'all. Settle down, okay. everybody. But I think it was nice, actually, to this is how you actually, because it's like sort of a triangle, sort of. Mm -hmm. So that's how you do it. Well, I don't know because I, I'm not allowed to do it and I never will do it. But I want to thank you for being on the show yeah, today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Wish you the best of luck in Rome, Georgia. And when I come down to visit you, I only want to go to good restaurants. Um, where we can chat for a little while and have something good to eat. Sounds Any closing good. words from you, Lisa? No, thanks for being here. Oh, thank right. you, guys. I'm Deacon Dave. I'm layperson Lisa. And you are? Kenzie. <laughs> Kenzie. We'll see you next time.